This week's episode is brought to you in part by FNX Fit, a fitness supplements brand that can get you hooked up with all of your pre, post, during workout needs as well as other nutritional supplements. Use checkout code CARLPOOLING at fnxfit.com to get 15% off your order. Gay, 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 you said we couldn't say it, <laughs> and look at us now. Oh, man, you're silly, Bills. Um, Hunter, I yeah. learned this week that liberals are completely illiterate. Like, oh. toe-to-tip illiterate. Took you a while to figure that out, but I'm proud of you doing the I research. I knew they were dumb. I knew they were <laughs> dumb as bricks. But this week I figured out that part of the reason they're dumb is because they can't read. Oh. If they could read, they wouldn't be so dumb. Uh, I even got into a little Twitter spat with someone, Hunter, and I'll tell you more about it later. I know. Hard to believe. You? Little me. Yeah. Doesn't <laughs> Dusting sound right. it up on Twitter doesn't sound, seem like something I would get into, but... I did, and this person, I, I could, it was so funny, I'll, I'll tell you more about it later. It was a tweet so crystalline and pure in its uncut stupidity. Mm-hmm. Let me put it to you this way. Hunter Biden wouldn't have mistaken this for Parmesan cheese. It had perfect clarity. Yes. It was such unadulterated, pure Colombian stupidity. Wow. I'm not calling Colombia dumb. I'm obvious. Okay. Um, that I thought it was satire. And I had my tweet kind of popped off. I was like, uh, this is either brilliant satire or the most hilarious. I just proved the other side's argument tweet of all time. Then... The author deleted the tweet. I think we know Wow. what direction this went. And I caught the lightning, too, because it was in response to one of Matt Walsh's tweets. And mm. the, <laughs> the, the uh, what, what are they called? The Impression? Occupy Democrats logic page on Facebook oh, okay. <laughs> reposted it. I was like, oh, now I know why you deleted your, your Twitter. Uh, you were in you're in big trouble. So nice. anyhow, it was it's been a fun week just watching. Uh, my enemies implode before me. The Germans have a word for it. It's Schadenfreude. Ah. Uh, anyhow, Hunter, uh, tell me tell me about your week. Any interesting developments? Anything um, that you learned? I I learned so many glorious. No, I didn't. I'm sorry. Um, I I did nothing. Um, what is it called? Slept poorly. I did a little bit of that. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. I I Dude, slept you know, so bad. Do you want to know why? Yeah. Full moon. <gasps> oh, really? I'm not even joking. Was yeah, it been a, Tuesday been night? Been a full, full moon. Uh, I don't know. Hold on. Let me look it up. I, I it was. It's recently. We're either in a waxing or waning gibbous at the moment, I believe. Oh, well, anyway, I don't know what We're happened. Go- yeah, but I've been sleeping. I've been sleeping very poorly as well. Yeah. People say daylight savings time, but I haven't had any issue with daylight savings time 
Um, oh really? Yeah, it's just it was, been. It was the 18th of March, Hunter. It was so. It was just a. It was just a couple days past. So it's it. What my problem is is the waning gibbous. Is it's yeah. That's... You... <laughs> I'm fine with a full moon. Yeah, it comforts me. It's like oh, perfect circle. But when the gibbous wanes, yeah, then I'm toast. It's like you know, full pressed ham, not a problem. But if you're like covering up a little <laughs> bit of it with the side of the car door. Who? That's the problem for me. I can't really handle that. Does it's that make fear sense? Fear of the unknown, plain it's, and simple, Hunter. What Hunter, could it, that? What could that thin sliver of cheek possibly be? And I just. Oh, that's right. A good horror director never shows you the full the full monster until the climax. Oh no! And, and that's exactly the same premise here. I'm looking at um, you, Stranger Things. You're just like a slightly autistic werewolf. <laughs> Like, there there, it is. The full moon was three mo- nights ago. I know, but he's a little slow. Yeah. Um, it, <laughs> Looks uh, like someone killed, um, you know, Miss Margaret's cattle again. Definitely Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's late, so that kind of narrows down the suspects. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, uh, <laughs> Hunter the Slow Werewolf. Yeah. Coming That's to you book. soon. It's our new graphic novel. No, it's a graphic novel for sure. Not Excuse a book. Me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you Anyhow. remember when like? Do you remember My Brother, My Brother, and Me? Yeah, um, Bim Bam. And how they did, like, a graphic novel for The Adventure Zone, and they had, like, super apologized because they made all the characters white, and it offended literally everyone under the sun, and they apologized for it. That Dude, was... That's one of the saddest I, days of my life. How far the mighty have fallen. Yeah. I actually went and saw them live on at least one occasion, and I really enjoyed their show. It was really funny. Yeah. And it was basically... Just a format where they made fun of people, yeah, who said dumb stuff on the internet, and they have had to capitulate and bend so hard to their woke controllers that it's it's just cringe now. Yeah, like they apologized for naming a character Taco. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's cultural appropriation or some such BS. Right. You know, Hunter, uh, there was a show that you and I did back before. We did carpooling. Yeah. Um, it's it's no longer available, I don't think. It was just called Oh Brother. Yeah. And it was we it was in a similar vein where we would read bad fan fiction online. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I I need to I need we need to post this as a supplemental episode to carpooling because I went back and listened to one episode where we talk about I think it was a man accidentally shooting his penis off with a gun. <laughs> Is that for and real? I'm, I am rolling around on the floor laughing <laughs> at this old recording of us. It is oh, so funny. It holds up in every way. Maybe maybe we'll uh, we'll release that. I can't wait till my children are old enough to hear that. Oh no. Oh man, it was I was dying. I had completely forgotten about it and I found it. Yeah. I'll have to relocate it and save it somewhere where I, I can I can upload it again. That's good stuff. Anyhow, that's good uh, stuff right there. R- Hey, write in if you're interested in any of the things we talk about today, or if you want to hear the lost Oh Brother <laughs> early years catalog. Um, let us know. Yeah. So, with that being said, we got we got a uh, lot to talk about today because the there's so many things to be discussed. Uh, there is, let's call it a red wave, and not like the one, not like the one in. You know what you call it? What was California, <sighs> with the red coral or whatever that goes and kills stuff. I don't know. Yeah, it's not that kind. 
Yeah, it, I can't remember all the ins and outs of that. I do remember the MK Ultra story, uh, Operation Sea uh, Foam, Spray Foam, something like that. Sea Spray, that's it. I got there where they literally like shot bacteria, but that's that's not what you're talking about. But they were like, no, nope, no, 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 I'll bite, Hunter. <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? They were so Operation Sea Spray was to test if they could distribute uh, a biological attack from the sea. And so they basically got a ship off the coast of California, and they just shot uh, harmful, harmless bacteria into the um, atmosphere over California, right? And people died of urinary tract infections because they sprayed. <laughs> oh my lord! They sprayed so much that it just like it, it just got put people in the hospital and stuff. And it's just like, way to go, guys! But yeah, I, so okay, so I hear stories like that, and I'm like, our government has so much power. Yeah. But they are so bleeding stupid. Yeah. Like how how and then people believe in like the Illuminati and Skull House and the New World Order and all that kind of stuff and I'm like you're you're just a complete joke. And then and then Joe Biden gets on a national press conference this week and literally says it's time for a new world order and it's time for America to lead it. And I'm like stop it. Stop, stop it. You look <laughs> I know what you meant, but you're making me uncomfortable. Yep. And if you sons of guns prove Alex Jones right one more time, I'm gonna have to quit my job. Yeah, because I've made I've made my bones, basically <laughs> saying that he's a moron. And now every single thing he says, you guys are like, oh, that's a good idea. That's a great no, idea. Stop for one second, Hillary. Um, where do we put the lizard people? <laughs> where do we put the clockwork orange demons? Yeah, exactly. Super violence and hyperviolence and uh anyhow they they i don't know i can't only say clockwork if i don't start an alex jones impression with clockwork yeah it, it doesn't work. work that that time yeah. it was clockwork orange i um, think it's because you've got the c k and the w it gets you a nice which is yeah. like the alex jones noise so maybe that's it you know those are like the letters of the alphabet most inducive to a heart attack yeah that's that, yeah was that's that butter so well I think that was butter squishing between someone's toes. Anyway, let's continue. All right, Hunter, before we have to start a carpooling butter only fans, yeah. um, for our only fan, please reach up to the heavens, climb Mount Olympus, dive into the coffers, and, and steal from the gods the ambrosia that is the roadkill and return it to us mortals that we might live forever in its glorious light. The Today Show majorly airbrushed a photo of Leah Thomas. What? <laughs> First of all, thanks. Why are, thanks. We, why are we mad at this? <laughs> why are we? So, to uh, apparently to make Leah Thomas look uh, more feminine, they took a photo of, of him in the pool and then seriously airbrushed it uh, to remove all wrinkles, scarring, Dimples, Adam's apples, and uh, wrinkles. Uh, so, just uh, an utter bizarre uh, display. Go look Who's it up. Running the Today Show now is that Trevor's Noah? Uh, no, I don't. I don't know who it is. It's like NBC. But anyway, go look up that photo because it's just gonna make you want to vomit. Um, but it's like it's like night and day. Like it's like, you know, Christopher, like when you wear goggles, how it makes like red rings around your eyes and stuff. Cause you're like super suctioned on. So you can see, and it, you know, puts red rings here, like across your nose, 
all of those I are. I love in the- that you think I live an active enough lifestyle to know what I look like in goggles. I was I was on the swim team with you when I was like I don't know five. So you know. I don't know how your memory we works. We didn't wear goggles on the swim team, Hunter. We wanted to win. I, Actually, all the professionals not... wear goggles. Why didn't we wear goggles? We wore goggles. You're insane. Oh, okay. Um, no, I just opened my eyes like a man. Well, that was dumb. But anyway. Um, I would have needed some extensive airbrushing. All I of probably the... looked like a tweaker. <laughs> They had to like airbrush uh, goggles onto your forehead, <laughs> so it's like it's just like the sh- the uh, the cool guy the shades. The matte finish on those goggles is insane. Yeah, Looks like they were insane. put on with an airbrush. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. Um, but like that, there's like that not scarring, but like impressions on Leah's face, and they're like completely removed in the airbrush photo. It's it's just bizarre. It's utterly insane. I'm telling insane. you what, the the picture of them all on the podium is hilarious enough for me. It's like these two five foot something actual women. Yeah. And then this hulking man, yeah. his 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 one piece looks like a pair of overalls. Like, yeah. It, it is so disturbing. Yeah. It uh, just shows how wild things have gotten for sure. Also... <clears throat> I hate to flex my my liberal bona fides here. Uh-oh. But if you're airbrushing him to make him look more like a woman, Ooh. that's pretty transphobic. Ooh. Because isn't gender just your choice? Yeah. Like, why are they so obsessed with the way that his body looks? That's, I mean, that's offensive. That's Odd. offensive. Yeah, unlike so many levels i mean a woman I, is I whatever a woman to... says they are according yeah. to katanji jackson yeah you can tell it's honorable woman, katanji jackson excuse me by the way it is slaps yeah. side of the aspen mm. i i yeah i think we're gonna have to cancel the today show yeah let's let's make that happen call it their or advertisers the yesterday show because they're living in the past nice yeah call call harry's razors let's talk about the greatest thing that happened this week real quick yeah the Daily Wire launched their own extremely expensive razors. Yeah. They're like four times the price of the competitors, which makes sense. I don't think they plan on selling a lot of them. But the ad that Jeremy Boring cut to dunk on Harry's razors and announce, for one, the URL is called IHateHarrys.com, which, yeah. in case you thought they weren't being direct, um, but the ad that Jeremy cut was so freaking funny. Yeah. He is, he is truly a champion. Um, and he's got that little salt and pepper beard and those cute kicky glasses. Mm-hmm. Mm. And mm-hmm. He's always wearing that bent key. Anybody yeah. know what that's about? I I think that's a uh, evangelical move. I've seen some other people in that realm do it. I don't know what it means, but it's like like that's my take. Like I feel like that's some um, Passion City Church stuff. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. I can't remember. I was seeing someone on the Bible app who had one too. So I don't know if that's like maybe California like fashion, but I just like put the, those are the two inferences I've seen it. And I just assumed it was some strange evangelical trend that I wasn't, that I was unaware of, but I'm kind of into it. I I think I'm going to try and start personalizing and specializing my look by using some kind of broken household good as well. I think what I'm going to do is get a chain link and put like a master lock on the bottom of it. Um, and that's good for your neck muscles. Yeah. And just kind of be like, no, my, 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 the master has locked my heart 
and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. get there. <laughs> is that does that get there? Did that yeah, did that work? It's making me it's making me cringe in like a very we spell kids with a Z at this church way. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Oh man. Uh, all right. Well, okay, Hunter. Let's get into today's main topic. What's the main topic? There are no main topics. Rule number one. Right. It's more like guidelines. Today we are going to talk about a general red wave. Uh, the Democrats, for a variety of reasons, are polling so unfavorably right now. And it's partially because we have a corpse running the country and a a prostitute joker impersonator as his vice president. And then we have heading up the Senate, uh, the undying queen of the insectoids. Like I, they're just, <laughs> they're so unlikable. And, and here's the other thing. They've been completely hijacked by this radical Twitterverse center of the party that they can, they can no longer reach out and influence the typical American, the mm. typical uh, family and, and and it goes further than that they've actually I think started to resent those people I think that they resent the average American and it makes sense because you can only talk about how evil and racist and vile and terrible America is for so long and resent America itself before you start resenting those people that find their home in America and so they've been getting basically clobbered by all available statistics and we think that's due to some of these headlines and so instead of focusing on the statistics we're going to talk we're just going to run down some of the different headlines and there's there are plenty of them so let's start with probably the least important but most prominent let's talk about gas prices Woo! um can we yeah gas prices suck um all right hunter so next point no i'm just kidding yeah let's just keep going um there one, one of the things that people don't understand is like one of the worst markers for for a uh, president coming in are economic ones, right? And absolutely. And so, like, be, because people actually feel that, like, people that are not interested in politics, people that don't care what healthcare is, everybody has to go to the pump, right? So everybody feels that. And so when gas goes up a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, you know, four dollars, whatever it is, wherever you are, like, you know, the guy who's struggling to make it at his blue collar job and has to pay, you know, an additional uh, hundred bucks a week in gas or whatever it winds up being um, really gets pissed off about that. Right. He's working hard to get his family through whatever it is. And, um, you know, well, everything was fine while Trump was in office. Now Biden's made the gas prices go up and then he goes and votes a different way next time. So anyway. Yeah. And of course, the war in Russia has some to do with that. But let's not kid ourselves. The gas prices were on the rise well before President Putin made this invasion into into Ukraine. So sure, you can't you can't lay the higher gas prices strictly at the feet of President Putin, like Jen Psaki and um the old man at the white house are trying to do it just doesn't make sense and when you look at it it actually appears that it has a lot to do with the oil and discovery permits and licensing process that yeah the biden administration while not outright rejecting have tried to stymie at every available angle uh there, there's plenty of unused permits but there's also 
plenty of permits in process that haven't been approved yet. And, and let's talk about maybe the biggest issue here is the shutting down of the Keystone Pipeline. Yep. And we talked about this a little bit last week, I think. But and by last and week, I mean like whenever I, I posted the last. Yeah, and, and ending fracking, which fracking is just like it's one. It's it's similar to nuclear energy for me. It's if you understood the science and you're still against it, you actually don't want green energy. Yeah. You you want to redo the economy. Yeah. Uh, which is exactly what they say they want to do. Go listen to our episode on the Green New Bill. So, anyhow, on his first Green week in office. New Deal. If you're going to make fun of AOC and her friends, Christopher, do it right. What did I say? Green New Bill. Which I like the name of that. That's not bad. Like, it kind of makes me feel like we're going to jazz up the $1 bill. Um, you know, instead of Washington, we're going to do like. Uh, I don't know, Thomas Jefferson. Crap, I had no idea. So it's actually the New Deal. Green New like, Deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I got a new deal for you, bud. I thought it was about a lovable undersea critter that didn't wear any clothes named Gree the Nude Eel. That's audio. That's I don't know what audio. to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to respond to that. It just makes me hurt, you know? <laughs> That makes way more sense because I was like, why are they using this <laughs> lovable naked character? Yeah. Um, but you know what? That's a very liberal thing to do. It's just it's probably a children's <laughs> book somewhere. And they're like, oh, look at no. that eel's penis. Do eels have a penis? Probably not. I don't Who know. Knows? I'm not a biologist. Let me go. Uh, Jamie, that. Jamie, will you look up? <laughs> Jamie, look up for us if eels have penises. <laughs> How many times have we said the word penis in this episode? Guess uh, what? <laughs> We're not done yet. Um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's going to be relevant later. Yeah. Uh, anyhow. Oh. Uh, oh, thanks, Jamie. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> That's good to know. Look, read the show notes if you want to know more about eel reproduction. Yeah, good Lord. Um, you I know, one of the things... doing the show. <laughs> <laughs> one thing while Christopher tries to regain his composure is there is the, like, real data on the ground, what's happening and everything like that. And then there's the horse race side of this too. It almost doesn't matter. The gas price is going up. Biden's going to do worse. Like that, it's just one of those simple, uh, yeah, in- inverse relationships that affect the presidency, right? And so you know the party in power is going to do worse as gas prices go up. One thing I think that's just, just so cool to talk about is, you know, um, and I don't know all the states, but Kemp has removed Georgia tax price Georgia taxes off of gas and you're already starting to see lower gas prices in the state of georgia because of that the really important question to ask yourself is why was the state of georgia able to do that because they have a tax surplus georgia is giving away um it's it's extra budget revenue to its citizens in a form of checks and that bill is passed i think uh i think it's on its way to kemp to be signed into law and they just took away the taxes they've been getting at the pump because their state is so successful it's hmm. really important to have a strong, successful government that does not see an extra budget as the excuse to spend more money. That thank, is thank so cool. Thank God Stacey Abrams finally balanced the books. Yeah, for real. Thanks, Stacey. Hunter, I, I, okay, so I got to say a couple things about the gas, then we're going to talk about Stacey Abrams. Because, oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying to come up with enough episodes that if we printed the title on one single sheet of loose leaf paper and you stacked them up horizontally, they would fill the gap between her front teeth. Oh, uh, no. So I need to talk about her as much as possible because, I mean, we've. We, I'm, I'm going to go back through all of our back catalog and just say Stacey Abrams at the beginning and re upload them just to get us started. You know, that'll get us to about. <laughs> 
uh, molar plus two. Oh so, my god! Anyhow, about the gas prices, uh, Americans need to understand that the reason that gas prices are going up is because the from from the Russian perspective is because this war has created and, and the embargoes on gas have created huge disruptions in the global supply chain. Mm-hmm. America does not import a, a majority of its gasoline from Russia. We are much more inter- interlocked with OPEC. On the other hand, the the gas markets are global. You know, we're seeing new new deals for gas being um, written and and carried out constantly. You've got deals between India and Saudi Arabia going on right now and and deals between Russia and India as importing gas and potentially using the the Chinese yuan as the as the um the clearing currency there which is a problem for America's economy as well regardless it is this increase in demand due to a lack of supply from Russia Europe is really the con- the the continent and the set of countries the European Union that are really beholden to Russian oil not so much America but it is worth noting in that case, that in his first week in office, President Biden greenlit the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. Um, and greenlit, red light. Ungreenlit it. the Keystone XL pipeline. So we yeah. were like, yeah, Russia selling gas to NATO allies in Germany and in Europe? Sure, he gets the big seal of approval in contravention mm-hmm. to Trump's strategy there. And then on the other side of the aisle, we're going to discontinue our own gas production and jen pisaki comes out on uh, at the white house press conference and says that uh it doesn't affect the gas supply in america because it's not an oil field it's just a transport mechanism which is so unbelievably gall galling and stupid it's almost impossible to put into words let me tell let me explain it very simply this is like me telling you that if you want a limited edition Lego kit, uh, but I am banning all shipment of this limited edition Lego kit that I have not affected the global supply in any way. It's yeah. like, no, just fly to, where do they make Lego? Probably like, I don't know, Finland? Just sure. fly to Finland and get this, you just have to fly there, purchase it, and then fly back. We can't ship it to you. It is so unbelievably dumb. And it begs the question, why did they want to build the pipeline in the first place? And if you're a moron like AOC, she'd whisper into her TikTok and say something like, because they want to kill caribou. But the actual answer is that it's the transportation of crude is incredibly expensive. You might have noticed that liquids weigh quite a bit. They fill the container that they're in, and crude is a specifically dense liquid. And to get it to refineries and to end power stations, it costs money. And so to say that that doesn't affect the price of gasoline, like how fast can you prove to people, one, that your Casper the Friendly Ghost's nephew, or niece, I mean, and also that you don't know a single thing about economic transactions. Transportation costs are in your value stream, and they add to the final price to the consumer, duh. So it's it's so frustrating and so stupid that we, we in response to this increase in gas prices, we wouldn't open up more discovery 
but we wouldn't enable these companies to transport as they see fit. Uh, the Western world is incredibly reliant on fossil fuels, and we will be for the foreseeable future. And if you want to change that, um, nuclear is your answer. And if you don't like nuclear, then you're a charlatan. The end. Well, um, I'm 70% water, and I, I don't weigh that much. So I think you should rewind a little bit and apologize to me. <laughs> Agree to disagree, Hunter. Agree, <laughs> Agree to disagree. There I can't you lift you. That's fair. I don't think I could lift me if I was someone else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. So, but you you said it right, Hunter. And, and yeah. here's another thing that's worth thinking about. When's the last time we had an economic downturn? When's the last time we had an economic recession? Do, 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 do. 2008. Who was the president in 2008? I rest my case. Um, you, you see this constantly and of course there's always this revision revision of history and we we always blame oh well it's because of the disastrous policies of the former president that now i have to deal with this crisis <laughs> it's like they did it to bush now they're doing it to trump it's just not true it, it just doesn't hold water uh these policies are terrible the regulation are ter- are, regulations are terrible the fear of regulations stymie investment markets it's just dumb these policies hurt the average american we feel that at the pump way more than you get a benefit from like seven 14 year olds who can't even vote seeing their favorite woke tiktok star explain to them why you know joe biden's physically fit and also very chad like it do, it's not going to make the same difference so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. anyhow the economy's bad it reflects poorly on democrat uh strategies and agendas it's part of the red wave. Add it to the wave. Bunch of nude eels riding on top of a big red wave. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like any of that. Um, that just makes me feel filthy all over. Um, yeah. So, what else is going on in the red wave, Christopher? What What is going to make these polls just sing for the Republicans come November this year? Well, I'll tell you one. Okay. Let's talk about don't say gay. Oh. Well, you mean gay? Yes. And the beginning of our show might make a little bit more sense. Also, uh, set to the tune of Jurassic Park, it's actually kind of horrifying. Yeah. Like, I kind of see that as the next expansion of Disney World. Wait. What? Did you do... Was that what you did? I tried to. That thought, isn't that isn't that that's Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, okay. Never mind. I I I, I was incorrect. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Are Indiana Jones and Jurassic Park not the same movie? Not set in the same universe? <laughs> oh, they are. They, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, Checkmate, my favorite atheists. <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> what? My favorite part of Jurassic Park. Is when uh, 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 Spock says that really funny thing to Jar Jar Binks. You know that that part? Good point, Hunter. Uh, you're <laughs> right. We almost didn't talk about Stacey Abrams. <laughs> no! Did no, you see this Chris. clip? Did you see this clip that I'm talking about? No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, let me start out by saying I love Star Trek. 
And oh I'm, no, I'm not one of you newfangled queers no. that likes Discovery or the Next Generation. <sighs> I like OG Star Trek. Right. And it's great. You've got the first episode, the pilot with Chris Pine, Captain Chris Pine, and then Kirk takes over, and every single line is delivered like this. And you've got the Love fights it. where like they're throwing like unbelievably bad fake punches and doing the most amazing pratfalls. I love OG original series Star Trek. Uh, the this latest iteration of Star Trek, I can't remember what it's called, it, but it's the it's the current one that's on TV. Stacey Abrams had a cameo in it, Hunter. Uh, Star uh, Star Trek Discovery, I think it's called. Uh, did Did you see her cameo? I I heard it, and it made me. And I saw screenshots. Uh, it made me like hurt. They cast her as the president of United Earth. Yeah. Bo- this woman who has not won a, a even a statewide, much less a national election is such a darling of the left that they cast her as as the leader of all of humanity uh, in this Star Trek episode. It is so disgusting, and we're going to get more into this as we go. But the media complex that props up these people that are so out of touch, is it's just so cringe. Yeah, It's so cringe. And they actually showed her face on the show. <laughs> which has got to be bad for ratings you would think and it's like i hate to see something that i love get destroyed but it it's that's so that's being cringy. an adult that's literally like every not like when you were young or like when our parents were growing up they'd be like ah oh, man that show's no longer for me anymore that's sad but for us it's like ah oh, man that became woke <laughs> yeah no, like exactly. everything is becoming woke it's so like sad. they made they made alucard gay in castlevania they well, made Stacey bisexual. Abrams president in in what a, a bisexual just gay with extra steps. <laughs> so there tired of caring like you're like pretending like you're interesting because you're like, oh, I like it both ways. It's like, OK, well, you're still uh, you're just gay. You're sure. gay. And also sometimes, you know. Yeah. Biology has its way. Life finds a way. Hunter. <laughs> I, I, finds a way. It doesn't make you interesting. No, it, yeah, it doesn't. That, that that's for sure. It's definitely um, not a personality. I cannot say exactly what I want to say right now. But I've, ne- I've never it's been not inter- a personality. I've never thought it been interesting for being straight, and it turns out no women have ever thought me interesting for it either. <laughs> you could have made that <laughs> sentence strategically shorter. No. Um, <laughs> anyhow, uh, yeah, it's just it's it's so frustrating. And now even yeah. Blues Clues is a tranny or whatever. Or they had a tranny on Blue's Clues. Um, details. Details. I don't know. <laughs> okay. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. We just got a letter. And the letter is LGBTQ. Uh, let's let's just let's move on from this quickly. It's upsetting. It's hilarious. You know, the thing that these people pretend to hate, the thing that led to their own personal holocaust with AOC sipping evian from a a gold goblet while she's hiding in her offices down the street while no single member of the government died 
the coup d'etat that was January 6th. Mm -hmm. They pretend to hate it, and they blame it on the fact that we did not gracefully accept the results of a fairly held, as far as I can tell, election. And yet, Stacey Abrams did the same darn thing in Georgia, and they don't care. It's almost as if they don't have any principles. Yeah, uh, it's and, and the the media stepping in to to give them the long sensual back rub of having this woman who's never done anything useful in her entire life being elected in this show to president of United Earth is just so cringeworthy. And uh, there's a reason that that show's ratings are in the toilet where they belong with other things you flush and never want to see again. Mm. So. Uh, that that is that I suppose. Anything else to add on Stacey Abrams? No, I think you said the point that I think is the most interesting with her is you know she's committed the grave sin of Donald Trump of not accepting an election she was in, yet seems to suffer none of the backlash for it uh, that you would think would be due to someone who hates the democratic process and thinks it's corrupt. Um, you know, I, I don't understand how can we have a free and secure, safe election, but also honor that nonsense. Um, the amount of I remember the Washington Post articles that came out of her, like they were trying to make her look presidential. Were like they she had mining the, her for Watch Wapo articles? Yeah, she was, and she like I mean the the photos taken of her were just bizarre. Like they they almost looked they like, they almost looked they were trying to make, portray her almost as godlike. Like it was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember what you're talking about now. Yes. Yeah, just utterly absurd. And I mean, I mean, Stacey Abrams is obviously smart. Um, she's started a big movement in Georgia and things like that. But at the same time, it's just like, it's just bizarre to me. I just don't understand it. Um, she's definitely a good political figure, but why, why, why is it okay when she makes these accusations? But, um, when Donald Trump does it, you know, it's, she's a good grifter. She's not a good politician. She got crushed by Kemp. She's going to get crushed again. She well, you said you said politician and grifter like there was a difference. So I good I, I, point. I, good point. Yeah, yeah. We'll have to file a complaint with the redundancy department. Department. Yeah. Um, let's. They got to work on that name. Let, <laughs> let's. Uh, or do they? Now nah. let's move on to another topic. Um, they don't say gay bill. So yeah. there's a bill in Florida that read the text of the bill. It prevents these unbelievably pernicious and, and in my opinion, predatory teachers from encouraging your kids to commit suicide. Did I skip a couple steps there? Yes. Effectively, all the bill says is that a school cannot and a curricula cannot encourage or foster conversations about gender and sexuality that are not age appropriate that's all that's all and 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 the democratic movement in florida completely lost its mind they started calling it a don't say gay bill as if it was making it somewhat illegal to utter the concept or idea that someone might be attracted to someone of the same sex in the the state education system this is profoundly and holistically absurd. Uh, for instance, as far as I know, they're still reading of mice and men, and that book is super gay. <laughs> That's not a foolproof logical <laughs> structure, but I think you get my point. Sure, um, sure. It it's just it's just 
uh, completely absurd. And so let me tell you a little bit about my Twitter spat. Okay. This this um what's her what's his bucket? Uh Matt Walsh posted about the don't say gay bill and how uh people were misrepresenting it, etc. And he suggested that they read the actual text of the bill, which I would also suggest to you, even though I've summarized it for you quite nicely. And this lady said, it's called, it's titled the don't say gay bill. No need to read any further. And I'm like, I I posted underneath it. It was like, this is either pure brilliant satire or the most obvious, like it perfectly proved Matt's point in, in one fell swoop. And then people started liking and retweeting my tweet underneath that tweet. Mm-hmm. And so I was checking on it throughout the day. And I go back to it at one point and she's deleted her tweet. And I was yeah. like, oh, well, I guess that answers that question. Yeah. It, yeah. But, if that was a troll, they wouldn't have deleted it. Yeah. Well, exactly. And here's the thing, too, is that this is exactly what's going on with Stacey Abrams in, in Star Trek. These people carry water for morons. It's the media that yeah. is falling into the these leftist talking points and repeating them. And the frustrating part is people actually believe it. it well, it's yeah. it's total tripe, and they actually fall into this trap. So Ron DeSantis has been has been, in my opinion, stalwartly defending this bill. It's a great bill. These teachers need to leave children alone. This classroom is no place for your activism. Or conversely, keep doing this for another three years and get crushed in the biggest landslide that you've ever seen in American electoral politics. That's your other option. And and honestly, uh, I would prefer it if you would just leave children alone and do what you're supposed to do and we could return civil discourse in this country to a place where it was utilitarian and beneficial to both sides but i don't actually see that happening so i will take the second best answer is that you dig your own grave and then you get buried in it in the red wave what are your thoughts on the on the don't say gay bill hunter um a lot of the things you said about the bill are pretty are i share um obviously it seems it seems absolutely fine for legislation and parents to decide you know what what is appropriate topics for teachers to bring up in the classroom and what is not it's a public school right um there there has to be some public control over that right if you're going to demand my child goes i can demand you know some of the content that's presented there you know and as long as society agrees that that shouldn't be there that seems fine to me um, you know, we have to think about what the purpose of a school education is. And when you're at certain ages, it's definitely not to teach you about sexuality. You're too young. You know, we have we, the movie industry polices itself more than these teachers do. Right. Um, and they do that free of charge so that, you know, the government doesn't create uh, incentives on them. Um, all that to say, I continue to see teachers and things get brought up on the Internet. You know, we saw we saw what happened in Loudoun County. Right. This is just one of the things that. It is not going to work. You do not get to tell people how their children are raised and expect it to be okay, right? And I, I think we're going to continue to see a lot of pushback here. Um, we are seeing, you know, very nice liberal families. Uh, Abigail Schreier has written a lot about this. Lose their children, you know, in by the courts taking them or, uh, you know, um, parent a parent that supports this winning custody. And, you know, taking that child's life over where the other parent has no say so in what's going on. I mean, it just continues to be just a horrible uh, 
collection of terrible stories, terrible events. This is not working the way these people think it is. Uh, they continue to lie to themselves and say it is. And it's just sad and it's depressing. And I think the data is in. I think the uh, everybody's opinions on it are in. And I, I honestly think... Um, I think public schooling is good. I think giving people, you know, a free education is probably a good thing given all the nonsense that kids can get up to and the fact that you do need two people to work most of the times, especially if you're in a poor community. I think all that's fine and good. I don't have a lot of problems with that, but I definitely, definitely, definitely think that that education should be worthwhile. And I definitely think that education should not be focused on sexuality, especially uh, under 10 year when you're, you know, not even a 10 year old. So um, right. anyway, there you go. Yep. Yep. And, well, that's uh well said. And I think it dovetails <clears throat> right into another super relevant point. And this is kind of just continues to dovetail as we talk about this incestuous relationship between uh, the liberal agenda and the lefty media yeah, Disney employees in Florida had a huge walkout over the fact that the CEO, it's not Bob Iger anymore, it's Bob someone else, um, did not come out against the don't say gay bill in Florida. And they they did this, uh, Chappick, uh, Bob Chappick, they, they staged this big walkout and they... they effectively bullied their own employer into capitulating so then he has this response that he's against this bill and disney's for everybody and and we he was going to do more to make sure that no more bills got passed like this so he basically got bullied by his employees which is insane because just like in the school the the people of florida have spoken and passed this bill because they do not want they do not want their children being influenced by homosexual tendencies. Now Disney is basically saying they're going to cater to it, but Disney is an entertainment company for children. Right. It, it, like the exact same thing that made this unpopular, uh, this this teaching unpopular in places like Virginia and Florida, where you've seen pushback against this type of behavior. Now Disney's like, yes, I would like to affect my bottom line with that as well. Please, it's mm. just so strange. And that you know they just had their first movie come out onward that has a lesbian, the first like openly lesbian character in it, and uh, it's a big belly flop. No one went to see it effectively. And that's look. You do more of this. Do more of this. Try try it out. Of course, before this, uh, the only confirmed LGBTQ character in Disney was Ursula. Um, She was attracted to other men. Anyhow, the the did Onward have a lesbian kiss in it? uh, I don't know if it was a lesbian kiss. It was a lesbian character. It was Ali Wong's character. She was like a one eyed. Cyclops lady. I didn't watch uh, it, Hunter, because I like myself and respect my time. Me and Katie saw it and loved it, so I was just like, "Did I just completely miss that?" I I, I don't even remember it. But well, I you're a liberal know, now. Apparently, I do know they they've talked about that coming in the new Buzz Lightyear movie. Yeah, um, apparently there's going to be a lesbian kiss in the Buzz Lightyear movie. And hey, yeah. let me just say this: uh, if you're if you have young children that are fans of Toy Story, do not let them go see this movie. Do not let it happen. I've made this point plenty of times. I'm going to make it one more time. Children are smarter than we often give them credit for. They understand what a mommy and a daddy are for. There is something utilitarian there because they know that mommies and daddies get together and they make children. 
This is a good thing. It's a natural thing. They understand from a very young age that's where they come from, and there is utility to that relationship. When they are exposed to homosexual couples or or couples of any kind of deviant sexuality, they stop thinking about coupling as a utilitarian function and they understand implicitly that there is something else there and the thing that is there is sexual gratification and physical sexual pleasure and your child has no business thinking about physical sexual pleasure at a young age none zero don't let them listen to this show as we discuss ideas like this keep that stuff away from your children it is not for them and so when you introduce these characters even if they're doing something benign like kissing kids go there is something in addition to the utilitarian nature of this coupling that i do not yet fully understand and it is sex that is what you are teaching your kids about and i don't know how close you want to get to giving kids intimations and ideas about sex and how young you want that to go but i'll tell you where i i draw the line far to the right of a buzz lightyear film it's unnecessary right it's unnecessary and it's disgusting and it's the exact same grossness that happened in virginia and resulted in this bill in florida and is is now being forwarded by companies like disney and, that and, are uh, it doesn't do any good for your kids. It can be extremely harmful. Yeah, and and I think it's one thing you know, kids kids find out stuff right. Um, some kids are smart and begin to put stuff together at a younger age. Uh, kids see dogs at the dog park and go, "What the heck is that?" And they begin to put stuff together. And it and it is similar to what you know you're talking about there, Chris. The difference is, you know, those are typically conversations that are happening because life is being lived, and mommies and daddies are there to explain things and all that. A movie is like a very public conversation where it's attempting to say what is right and what is wrong. And it's with Mm -hmm. somebody else in the room essentially trying to put their views on that right there in front of you, right? It's adults making these for children. Like, think about that for a second. Right. And so, and so I think, I think, you know, it's like, if you if you struggle with that thought for some reason, you know, thinking you're keeping something away from your children or whatever, it's like, no, you're not letting it come up in like a unnatural planned event by another adult right yeah you're not letting an adult a different adult come up and say hey billy let's talk about sex right and i think i honestly hate this because i think a lot of the stuff that pixar and disney have done in the past is brilliant is beautiful and has improved um i think there are some real artists throughout their uh entire pedigree that have just done fantastic things with children's films and i think my life is better by seeing a bunch of them and I think when you uh, attempt to try and put these, I mean, when you perform a work of art like that, it's really impossible not to begin to do something that has a religious value to it, right? When you're really, and especially when you're speaking to children, because a lot of times the only way you can really speak to children is in the metaphorical and religious, right? Because they're not going to understand hard, cold science and truth. And so, like, there's a lot of that going on in those Disney films, regardless if they see it or not. And so, when our religion and our uh, values become so ingrained with uh, identity, and I shouldn't even say identity, I should say woke identity and our sexual identity and our uh, gender and everything like that, um, you're really starting a strange conversation with children at, a, at an inappropriate age when there are other things that they really need to learn, like to aim for stars, right? And to figure out you know meaning mm-hmm. and purpose to life and understanding mm-hmm. what love is. And it's like, you should you don't rob children of those events and those stories 
right? You right. just don't do it. And so, right. anyway. Yeah. Uh, and it is, it is a tragedy, too, because, you know, you, you look at The Lion King, right. a, a seminal film, right. and you, you have this idea embedded in there that, right. that youth, eternal youth, is the least useful. It is the least productive. It is the most detestable Mm-hmm. action that one could engage with and you start giving that to a little kid and you're like yeah you're a kid right now but there's going to come a time when you owe it not to yourself but to the entire world the entire structure as such that you have to grow up and you have to take responsibility and you look at pinocchio and it's like you can't live at pleasure island forever and you you examine these ideas and you start impressing them on young children that that there comes a time when responsibility trumps your childish behavior. And by mm-hmm. the way, if that sounds religious to you, it is. Now that I'm man, I've put away childish things. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. But but those those stories are so important. It's so important to have moral lessons for kids, just like you were saying, rooted in this greater conversation to, yeah. to actually intentionally have those conversations. And now you've got things like Frozen, which has the antithesis to Lion King. The, those movies could not be more at odds with their message. One is do what you ought to do, not what you want to do. And the other one says what you want to do is truly what you ought to do. Uh, it couldn't be they couldn't be more opposite and, and now you have even more pernicious ideas invading that space like ideas of of deviant sexuality every everything that you watch everything that your child watches it's an adult talking to your child and you have to be very clear and very careful about what you let other adults talk to your children about um but but to bring it back this is this is not pulling favorably with parents there is a directed attack at the basic unit of american society and it is the nuclear family some radical groups are explicit about this and some less radical groups are are hiding the ball but the point is that it is the basic unit as far as i'm concerned it will always be the basic unit if we reach a point where it's no longer the basic unit, we will be living in a 1984-esque society. It, it will have meant the the great unification and flattening of the American ethos of individualism, and only only misery follows that path. And mm-hmm. so as long as America is what America should be, the nuclear family will be important. The liberal agenda is purposefully and maliciously attacking it, and they are doing it by by attacking your kids. Let me put a little bit of a finer point on that, because it, I, I think it actually matters. There, the idea that uh, that you would influence a child to, let's say, be transgender or have transgender conversations in the classroom is a dangerous one. Here's why it's a dangerous one: there are a a plethora of research and study around the concept that youth idea contagion is incredibly it's incredibly potent if you give an idea to a young person they often are infected with it and they run with it and this has been explicitly studied in the realm of transgenderism and, and other forms of deviant sexuality in children if you need more proof read irreparable damage by abigail schreier if you can still get your hands on a copy but the the idea replicates and spreads itself and 
when kids start things like puberty blockers, which in certain parts of the country they can do at a young age without any parental consent, uh, and in fact it's a violation of the school's guidelines to even inform the parents that that kind of thing is going on, then you effectively guarantee that they lead a transgender lifestyle. And then you look at the suicide, the, the attempted suicide, lifetime attempted suicide rates for transgender people, and effectively what you were doing is you were saying, I'm going to... I'm going to open these children up to a very potent idea contagion, a pathogen that has a chance of having them kill themselves at about 42%, attempt to kill themselves at a, at a rate of about 42%. Purely by the numbers, this is an immoral thing to do. Yeah, like remove yourself from the situation entirely and remove all moral moralism other than it's bad when people try and kill themselves. It's a very immoral thing to do to children. Yeah. Um, that That is part of it. Let, let's talk about the, the wetter, softer side of it for a second. From a agenda perspective, the left has ingrained in its nature at this point by capitulating to the woke extremes of their party that deviant sexuality is on it's it's a mainstay of their party you've got the opposition to bills like don't say gay in florida you've got the the curricula that they're teaching across the united states they've got things that they're supporting like leah thomas which maybe we'll get into that in just a little bit you've got um, Hunter Biden running around and nailing everything, no matter what age it is, and taking photos of it and then lying about it <laughs> on his laptop. Yeah. You've got it, deviance in the sexual realm is becoming a mainstay of their party, and it's hard to separate that from their politics. I mean, they talk about they talk about environmental racism and environmental justice, and they'll say, you know, that's this issue affects trans people even more because they're intersectional. It's it's, it's they relate it to every single one of their talking points. Then the answer to why is because they actually just want to instigate communism in the United States and they'll use any avenue they can to do it. But if you can draw this dichotomy where one side supports this lifestyle and the other side does not support this lifestyle and then at a very young age influence a child who's incredibly impressionable and have mm. them identify have them build their formative identity around the concept of their sexuality you've basically locked in a democrat for life you yeah. you have secured one for life because if i can't separate my identity from my sexuality which by the way every human being should do then you and and only one side of the aisle protects me you've attacked the very core of their humanity because one of our great commissions is to be fruitful and multiply mm -hmm. it, it, it's one of our, our it is our prime biological directive and it's one of our prime spiritual directives as well and when you have wrapped that up in deviancy from an impressionable age and then then created space for deviancy on your side of the aisle there there is a very perverse incentive structure to be to be seen there i hope i did a decent job of explaining that thought process but it's not it's not uh without benefit to their own side i'll put it yeah. that way yeah no they're 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 definitely attempting to do some uh marketing in the, in that regard but that yeah. that's not shocking that that seems to be the league in the dirty uh deal done between the media and the democratic party uh at least is everything that's mainstream so 
and the pedophilic teachers unions. Woo. Um, all right, let's. Uh, so, so that's part of the red wave. Because look, the, for now, the nuclear family story reigns supreme. This stuff is incredibly unpopular with parents, and uh, parents vote a lot. They vote more than children. A little they bit vote, more than they children. They vote more than your, you know, woke college student fair. Yeah. Your TikTokers, if you will. Well, that's virtue um, signaling most of the time for them. So, yeah, you know, they're not actually going to get up early and go vote. Right. Exactly. Uh, cool. So let's talk about Leah, Leah Thomas for just a second. Or is it Thompson? Thomas Thompson? I think it's Leah Thomas. I thought uh, it was Leah Thomas, but then I said it and it sounded wrong. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, Leah Thomas. There you so, are. Leah Thomas is a seventy-five foot tall dude. Uh, demigod. Who thinks it's fun to to rough up on cheat. women's women's swim records? Who thinks it's fun to cheat? Look, if you haven't heard about this story, just look it up. It, 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 there's not much more to say about it. It's kind of one and the same to the other issues that we've been dealing with so far. It really is. But effectively, you have this giant transgender dude who is swimming on the girls team now crushing records crushing events she um he i i i have no idea I, i'm looking at a picture of him and i actually said she uh Ooh. my brain has turned to play-doh and the play-doh has has melted in the hot sun as i left it inside my prius um because <laughs> there, there's absolutely no way someone he, around me has a prius and has the quote on the back of it that says cool prius and then it says like you know it, the who said it and it says nobody yeah um, exactly I'm, i love that someone had the 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 gumption to put that on their prius like that's that's good stuff right there the self-deprecation is pretty pretty famous yeah um but it, it, it's one and the same you know there there's this ideological divide look the biology is in. Men are better swimmers than women on average. And at the extremes, every man is a better swimmer than every woman. Yep. Um, that's, it, it's totally natural. This person was a mediocre male swimmer. And now he's beating all of the women's speed records. And I believe he just won the 400 meter free. Yeah. And there's a hilarious picture of them all on the podium. Uh, and he's, you know, trying to conceal his latent male genitalia in this you know tiny one piece speed suit that looks like a pair of overalls on him and then several feet shorter than him to the side are the actual uh first and second winners of the race it's just so disturbing when you look at it it's it, it we live in a clown world and there's these images that almost look right, and then you yeah. realize as you look at them that, like, no, this is we are through the looking glass. Um, so yeah, I think I think the interesting aspect to this whole thing is like the reason we go to sports and we enjoy sports is because it's a new rule set, right? That it brings everyone to a certain level, and it's how how good can you do the thing? Because that's essentially what we engage in most of our life. It, you know, it's just brought out in a, in a game or whatever, right? Like when you work at, when you go to work, you know, you're, you're good at what you are because you're winning the game of whatever your job is, right? Um, sure. It's a really simple way to say it. And so like what makes that fun is if everybody's playing from the same uh, starting point and it's like, how, how good are you at this? And so when you put a man into a woman's sport, where a man has a significant uh, advantage over a woman, right? Then 
then it become it destroys the pu- the purpose of doing it and the purpose of the competition, right? Yeah. And and so I I think that's the thing that's just like so shocking is it's so easy to see the advantage. Everyone can see it, right? And so what it does is it erases women. It erases women's sports. It erases what's actually taking place there. And you you have to you have to engage in ni- in 1984 double speak, right? You have to decide to do that, uh, double think, right? Um, or you have to call it like you see it, right? And there are going to be some people that are going to be, no, that's a guy. And I don't know what, what you're on, that's a guy. And there are some people that are going to look you dead in the eye and go, that's a woman and you can't say that. That's intolerant, right? And, you know, or they're going to say, what advantage does, does lie have? And they're going to be, well, he has the same, or she has the same advantages that all the other swimmers do there. Uh, from that person's perspective, right? So, um, yeah, crazy, bizarre, absolutely insane. And the feminists are on board for this one too because they realize what this is doing to women and all the all the gains of women. I mean, the women, the re- one of the reasons that women have separate sports is because the feminists demanded it, right? Well, it's and a so- dramatization of of the human condition, right? Yeah, exactly. And and, and like because it's a dramatization. No, I'll put it to you this way: nobody really wants to watch actual warfare. Like you wouldn't sell tickets to it. It's not a spectator sport, and part of the reason it's not a spectator sport is because it's not fair. We're not trying to have a level playing field and see who's the greatest warrior. We're we're fi- people are fighting for their lives. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, that's All that fair. is that's how real life works. But sports is this amazing dramatization of the the human condition and the human struggle, right? And one of the things that makes it a spectator sport is that it is perceived to be fair that we start from the same place and we get to we get to watch as the best people man push win. themselves yeah and man being the formative word there hunter yeah. um, no one watches the WNBA but Sorry. no but do you understand what i'm saying the, the what changes it from grotesque or mundane is the rules the, yeah, the rules exactly. are there to make it a, into a drama that we engage with, and, and quite an important one at that. And you're exactly right. The the lack of a of an even floor disrupts the entire thing. And J.K. Rowling is is casting spells to the grave and to yeah. the bank with this one. Yeah, uh, my hero. This is it's incredible. It's incredible that the wokes have even isolated and ostracized the feminists. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And by the way, if you wanted to know that this was going to happen, just listen to the early episodes of Carl Pulling. We've been talking about this for years. But yeah. now there is no place for women in sports. And the, the you know, we've been talking for a long time about how the transgender agenda is at odds with the feminist agenda in general. And, and now the chickens have come home to roost. Mm-hmm. It, it is not surprising. It's entirely predictable. It's also crazy. Yeah, it, it's, it is. It's wild that some people have eyes and other people don't. Um, it, it, it's just such a such a strange strange world that we live in. So, anyhow, yeah. um, yet again, you've ostracized even the feminists, those that have been in your back pocket for for decades and decades. Now, in, in even more um, increasing numbers, they are they are reevaluating their political. Uh, presuppositions you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. um 
anyhow, it's 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 very interesting. So add it to the wave. Okay, last thing, and this one we'll just talk about quickly. We've talked about this one before. Hunter Biden's laptop was entirely real. And yeah. I didn't even realize that there was a significant number of people that didn't know that already. Well, the thing is, the New York Times validated it in paragraph 23 of their story about Hunter Biden's scandals and continuing yeah. an investigation of his taxes. And what everybody is saying is like, the New York Times has validated this story, right? What, what that means is, is that the New York Post did their job back when the story came out. And it took a year and change for the New York Times to catch up, right? Yep. The story was validated. The story was real. It was worthy of our conversation. But now the New York Times has to admit it too. And they have to admit it too late to the chagrin of the Twitter CEOs and the Facebook CEOs and everybody else that tried to, you know, shove this under the carpet and not talk about it. But, you know, it, it's not, it, there's no vindication here. This should, this is, this is, the the New York Post has all the vindication it needs. This is egg on the face of the uh, intelligence community, of big tech, and the politicians that successfully kept this from being in the limelight. You know, yeah, um, yeah. No, you're 100 percent correct. Hey, hey, I saw this. I, I saw this two year old poll this week. My uh, my buddy Derek shared it with me. Uh, that said that as many as 17 percent of people would have been seriously considering, yeah, yeah changing their vote if they had known about the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. Yeah, yeah. So congratulations, Twitter and Facebook and, and all of you other media sites. You you won this round. Yeah. Um, 17%? Way more than the margin of error. Like, mm. what? Three or four times the margin of error? Yeah. So regardless, this this is a huge deal. And it was all real. And and it had gems in it like, you got to save 10% in escrow for the big man meeting Biden. And yeah. that he was going to arrange connections. He's basically selling access to the vice president is effectively what he's doing. And I, I don't even want to get into it, really, because I, I haven't followed the threads nearly closely enough. But uh, Ukraine is heavily implicated in some of those emails and businesses in Ukraine. I know we talked about Ukraine last week, but um, they're, they're much more of a, of a Western democracy than Russia. But to act like they don't have their share of scandal and problems is just not true. Yeah. Um, Think about think about this. Does Joe Biden actually have a conflict of interest in Ukraine that is affecting his policy around protecting those people? Yeah. It well, if nice the, if the hunter, out. well, I'm I'm just gonna say if the emails about Burisma on the laptop have now been validated mm-hmm. by the New York Times, there's no longer a discussion about whether or not they're real. It seems like the answer is an obvious yes. And you know, America is the leader of the free world. And mm. does that mean that NATO and other European allies were taking their cues from us? And was there a conflict of interest in that decision making? Did people die unnecessarily because of a conflict of interest because of Hunter Biden? Mm. Look, you can't say no. You, you, you can't say it simply no. I, I would say I'm not sure. But it certainly yeah. seems possible at this point. But yeah. but you can't dismiss that out of hand. This has massive implications. Hunter, I'm sure you remember everybody and their uncle saying, well, Joe Biden's running for president, not Hunter Biden. No, duh. No, duh. Yeah. But if he's got if he's got money in accounts and, and he's got dirty dealings over in Ukraine, 
and now he's he's letting Russia wash over it in a different kind of red wave. Mm-hmm. Um, man, not good. It could be really disgusting what we find out what we find out soon. But regardless, um, you add up his handling of Russia and his handling of um, troop withdrawal from Afghanistan, and you know mm-hmm. now we just got we just had a rocket attack on one of our embassies in um, Iran. Or Iraq? Uh, no, not uh, I. I think it's Iraq from okay. Syria. Syria, Syrian rebels. Um, mm-hmm. Seem seems like he's pulling very unfavorably on those things as well. Yeah. Uh the the Democratic Party is in shambles, and this always happens. By the way, this always yeah. happens. By the way, they happy talk and happy talk and happy talk their way into to political power and political office. And then when they get there and their policies are actually implemented, everything goes to crap. And it goes to crap really, really quickly. The yeah. problem that we have now is that he might have never won if the media had done their job, like the New York Post did their job. Yeah. No, it's American, crazy. Americans, if you value your family, if you value your children... If you value your freedom, if you indiv- value your individuality, if you value your armed forces, if you value the the structures that have made our lives very good and very blessed and very comfortable, it is time to stand up and fight this this nonsense. We have got to stop being taken in by a media that that wants only their own gain. We have to quit being sold. Yeah, that we're bigots because we don't want you teaching our children about about. Uh, oh God, there was that that sexy summer camp for kids that was that had a yeah. clinic for for school children about masturbation. We've yeah. got to quit playing gentle with this cavalcade of pedophiles and and money launderers and crooks. It is time to start playing hardball. We are yep. we are headed for bad times. We are headed for bad times and if you want to preserve America as we know it, it is time to be informed. It's not cute to be informed. It's not cool to not be into politics. We we are too far down the rabbit hole to leave that to the generation before us. Yeah, and, and and we you've got to, to stand up and fight this crap now. Now and the o- the only way to fight it is you need to get guns. And what's better than a gun is two guns. That's why you need to go to fnxfix.com to get one gun this- on each arm. <laughs> exactly. You you know you've you're you're looking thin. You're looking flappy. You're looking a little less than uh, fit. And it's time to get jacked, my dude or dudette or dude there. I don't know. Do um, they? Do they? <laughs> That's awful. Whatever um, kind of man Leah Thompson is. Thomas. So, so, uh, so get just out- kidding. I don't care. <laughs> so get out there to fnxfit.com. Uh, Christopher, tell them the code. What? 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 what, 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 what yeah. You're looking for code <laughs> Carl Pooling at fnxfit.com or carlpooling.com slash fnx. Go ahead, go there, buy a powder, rub it on your pecs, beat a bunch of women's speed records and swimming. Uh, you're going to love it. You're going to love the way you feel. You're going to love the way that I you guarantee look. guarantee it. And, and women are going to love the way that you look too. Yeah. Um, even if you're a woman and you use it, you know, women will be more more intimidated and attracted to your physical appearance. So get there immediately. That'll get you 15% off. And uh, a, little bit, a little bit of love comes my way. Uh, yeah. So I can keep buying... Uh, uh, an unbelievable supply of of energy drinks. You don't uh, have to buy restraining orders, Hunter. Oh, really? 
uh, not the way I do it. Um, wow, I've been I get them, my money I get them for, for free. <laughs> that's <laughs> Anyhow, nice. that's that. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, we're at Carl Pooling. I'm at Chris X Carl. He's at Emotional Carl. You can email us at carlpooling at gmail dot com. Rate and review. Like us on iTunes. Love us on iTunes if you found a way to do that. Um, that, yeah. se- that seems even better. Thanks for listening. And and for the love of God, the the chips are in our side of the table we have the advantage press it do not be kind do not be nice be like ron DeSantis, and uh, let's elect him president i will say hunter i have seen a bunch of my always trumper uh pundits yeah. on the conservative side start to move over to uh to ron DeSantis based on how he's handling these issues and i could not be happier with that yeah it uh, makes me he, very happy to hear that he is our guy he is for sure our guy so anyhow all right Uh, Love you guys. Be safe. Get tested. Don't say that.